One, two, three, four. This, my dear friends, is the Chofta. Do you want some more? Podcast with Haji Mike. Culture, music, politics, football, life. Choftians Benjamin Obadiah Iqbal. Zephaniah, 1958 to 2023, the passing of Benjamin Zephaniah, Benji, the passing of Benjamin Zephaniah is a painful thing, is a painful thing to accept. It was a person that inspired, entertained and motivated people to get on the microphone and be rebels. I remember when I was a teenager, I used to go to um, Speaker's Corner, and I'm sure I used to see Benjamin Zephaniah down there when he was a youth, getting up on a little um, milk crate or whatever it was, and just chanting down the system. I'm sure he was there every week. Um, and I'm sure that those were probably his first performances in front of an audience. I might have been mistaken. I didn't know who he was back then. Many years later, I started following his works, and I was doing a, a concert. It was probably one of the first big poetry concerts I did as Hadji Mike in the early 90s, and it was at the Hackney Empire. My dear friend Aydin said to me, look out for Benjamin Zephaniah. And I thought, ah, he's not going to talk to me, you know. She said, don't worry, I've told him about you. And he was he was obviously the headliner of the event. And there was many other poets on the lineup, including the late uh, Jean Binterbreeze, uh, Patience, Akbabi, and quite a few others. And somewhere down the list, you'll see my name as well. And it was a real um, pressure geek for me. Because the Hackney Empire is just massive, you know. It's got a great ambience, great sound. And it was the first time I performed there. So everyone was going to do one or two poems. And I did my poem. Um, one thing I found a bit strange was in, in the sort of green room beforehand, um, hardly anyone would talk to me because no one knew me. I was completely new to the scene. So I was just standing there on my own. I, I went out there. Microphone, stage, spotlight. You read your poem called Mihalagis. It gets a loud applause and you walk off. And it was it was a great, great experience. And the minute I got off and I went back to the green room, Benjamin Zephaniah is standing in front of me saying, that was really good, you know. You should keep on doing it. And that that for me was the greatest encouragement I had as a poet from anybody, really. And from someone that I was a big fan of too, it truly meant a lot to me. And he didn't have to do it. There was there was no um, 
you know. He was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart. And I really respected that and followed him across all kinds of things over the years and over the decades. And many moons later, with the advent of social media and releasing songs online and stuff like that, I just completed an album virtually on, online with Dub Caravan in 2009. Um, and Dub Caravan, also known as Felix, um, said to me, Benjamin Zephaniah is really liking our music. And I said, oh, I met him back in the day. So he gave me his email. At the time, he was living on the Isle of Skye, wonderful place to live. And I decided to drop him an email and just say, you know, hi, I'm not sure if you remember me, but we met at the Hackney Empire. Well, yes, of course, I remember you, Hadji. And we, we exchanged a few emails, and, and he was telling me how he was skanking around the room to our music and stuff like this. And it really meant a lot to me again that Benjamin Zephaniah, one of the greatest, finest dub poets of all time, was appreciating the works. And, you know, it kind of gives you, um, it's not so much, you know, uh, putting it on your CV, you know, Benjamin Zephaniah likes my music. It's more, more a, a, a connection thing. When you connect with one of the foundation artists of the of the type of thing you're doing, and they really like what you're doing, and you know that basically you're on the right track, really. You know you're doing your thing, and it doesn't matter what anyone else says because Benji bigged it up, and that meant a lot to me. On another level, as an academic, um, I was doing some research quite a while ago on um, racism in Cyprus, and um, no one had actually done research with people on the receiving end of it. Um, and this project was led by uh, Professor John Solomos, who, who's a very dear friend and just recently retired. So I was doing something that's called coding analysis, and I, I had 300 interviews to process. Fortunately, we, we this was a time when computers were coming in, you know, like software could do the work for you. And I spent the whole summer trying to figure out this, this data, you know, these 300 interviews, and something clicked. I don't know what it was, but there was something that existed in all, all the interviews of the, of the people who'd been on the receiving end of um, racism, who'd, who'd experienced it on an everyday basis, and that was an acute sense of us and them. And, and these two phrases kept appearing in their scripts, and us and them just kept coming to mind. Why is it coming to mind? Why, why is it so important? And then I remembered the piece by Benjamin Zephaniah called Us and Them and how powerful that was when I first heard it. And so he, he unlocked something in that research project. You know, I, I think his work is it's not just dub poetry. His work is, is, a, is a whole cosmology. It's a whole political perspective as well and also a lot of people don't don't realize how much he did you know he's left a huge legacy Benjamin Zephaniah weren't just a dub poet he was also a playwright he was also um, a writer he was also a great actor as well um, and he was also a very generous person who, who always connected with people and collaborated and stood by various causes in the world. Very few people actually like that. 
uh, in the industry, you know, are that organically engaged. One of my biggest regrets, even though we talked about it, in it by email, when I talked to Benji, was not bringing him to Cyprus. I can't remember the exact year. Um, but we was talking about it, and I was trying to get it all together and trying to do it in a way that he wanted it to be done as well because Benjamin didn't really like the idea of, oh, I'm, I'm inviting you to be a keynote speaker at a conference. You know, he, he wasn't into all, all that sort of thing. And he, he much preferred to be talking to kids in schools and stuff like that. Unfortunately, the timetables just couldn't match that year. And he was he was an extremely busy person as well. So he was like fully booked for two years in advance or something like that. Great, great person, great human being. And that that piece, us and them, just stayed with me forever. And it will always be in my mind when engaging in research. Benji, brethren, we'll miss you. Rest in peace. Start again. Will politicians start both world economic?
stop, it reads like a comic When they start both hosting, the mode starts quoting Words that forever and forever you are doting But if you indulge, you don't have a shout If you talk against them, them, them say get out Some call it democracy, I call it hypocrisy It makes me start feel revolutionary And when we start to feel this style, hey, I just stop And after a while I ask, is it me class or is it me color or Is it a thing that I, I don't discover, listen Us and them, it is us and them When will this thing ever end? Us and them, it is us and them You must know your enemy from your friend Us and them, it is us and them I miss it when I will, this a thing I ever end, eh? Us and them, it is us and them You must know your enemy from your friend I miss it Us and them, it is us and them I miss it when I will, this thing ever end, eh? Us and them, it is us and them You must know your enemy from your friend I miss it Us and them, it is us and them When will this thing reach a conclusion? Us and them, it is us and them Pick your place from now for the confusion. Awesome. 